of Orlando Magic Basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Our producer is Chris Vasquez at the FM 96.9 studios and Jake Chapman, the co-host, joining us here momentarily on what was a historic day yesterday as the Milwaukee Bucks boycott Game 5. The Orlando Magic standing with Milwaukee, supporting their NBA brethren, sending a whirlwind throughout the sports world, throughout this country. The NBA postpones that game. Then the two games that would follow, the Rockets and the Thunder, then the Lakers and the Blazers. NBA would release the following statement. The NBA and the NBA Players Association today announced that in light of the Bucks' decision to not take the floor today for Game 5 against the Magic, three games have been postponed and will be rescheduled. Other sports following suit. We then found out that the Milwaukee Brewers would not want to play. Uh, inspired by what the Milwaukee Bucks did, they would not play their game uh, against the Cincinnati Reds. The Seattle Mariners would sit out against the San Diego, San Diego Padres, and then the Dodgers and Giants game was canceled. Three WNBA games were postponed yesterday. Five MLS games were postponed. The Orlando City had already started. Another team was on the on the field, ready to go, and uh, another game was about to play, and, and then they decided not to. So five MLS games were postponed yesterday. NBA Executive Vice President Mike Bass saying the NBA playoff games for today will not be played. So that is tonight here on Thursday, hopeful to resume games on Friday or Saturday. No NBA today. NHL cancels their playoff games today. Three more MLB games canceled and uh, three WNBA games postponed as well. The word we're getting, and the sources are, and the reports are from Adrian Wojnarowski, very seldom gets things wrong in this situation, is that the players have come to an agreement and, and they will finish the postseason. That's the report. We don't have confirmation yet from the NBA. We are awaiting that confirmation, um, and we're awaiting confirmation for when they resume, what the schedule will look like, when they'll play, uh, and all that. So that they are, from my understanding, they are meeting now. Players continue to meet now with the league, and uh, we could have – we could have an answer to that here momentarily. So as soon as anything breaks, we'll certainly uh, be sure to get it across to you here on this program. But it, it, what we do on this program is we talk Magic basketball. We talk NBA, uh, but we try to keep it to Orlando Magic. Th- this is a situation that is bigger than sports. This is life. This is our country. This is something that affects uh, our fellow Americans, something that uh, affects people in our neighborhoods, affects our friends, affects us. And, uh, and and we're here for that conversation. So if anybody wants to discuss it with us, we'd be happy to do so. Get your thoughts, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255, or you can text us at 50857. We also get the, uh, the statement from uh, the Milwaukee Bucks ownership group yesterday saying, we fully support our players and the decision they made. Only way to bring about change is to shine a light on the racial injustices that are happening right in front of us. The Orlando Magic releasing a statement as well. Today we stand united with the NBA office, Players Association, and the Bucks, and the rest of the league condemning bigotry, racial injustice, and the unwarranted use of violence by police against people of color. And then the Milwaukee Bucks team releasing a statement and, and George Hill saying, we are calling for justice for Jacob Blake, and we demand the officers be held accountable. 
Uh, now, they, from what we understand, the Milwaukee Bucks were in the locker room and, and they actually were able to get through to the Wisconsin lieutenant governor and basically asking, what can we do? We want to bring tangible change. We want a physical, tangible call to action uh, for people in Wisconsin, for people in this country. And the lieutenant governor, uh, Mandela Barnes, said uh, call to action for every level of government. And that that's kind of what they are going with. Uh, right now. So we've got a lot to break down. It was a historic day for all of us on the broadcast, and and we'll kind of get you caught up on on as we were catching word uh, of what was happening, and and then we'll kind of look at where we go from here. Uh, It looks like the NBA, again, these are uh, reports, nothing is official yet from the NBA, but it sounds like we will get back to playing basketball, uh, and we will finish this season. So, again, if you've got a comment, 407-916-8255, or you can text us at 508 Five, seven, and we'll bring in Jake Chapman. And uh, Jake, just kind of remind everyone of a timeline. Eight o'clock last night, uh, the players met. The players only. It looks like there was coaches there in the beginning. Uh, the players finished it out. We got an informal poll that LeBron James and the Lakers, also the Clippers, were the only two teams that did not want to continue. Players met again today. Uh, Board of Governors met again this morning. And then at about noon, Adrian Wojnarowski sent out that tweet uh, saying that his sources tell him that the NBA will resume. And then we find out probably Saturday is what we're hearing. First round of games would probably happen on Saturday. So, uh, again, a lot to unpack. It, It was strange being a part of that day. Jake, it was just, uh, you know, we were supposed to tip off at 410. It was 3.55. We're closing out our pregame on the telecast. And, you know, that's when we show Giannis. That's when we show Nick Vucevic. That's when we show Chris Middleton. That's in, There were no bucks on the floor. And then you kind of first start getting wind that that uh, that there might be talks of them boycotting that game. And then you start thinking, okay, well, you know, kind of where do we go from here? You know, this is uncharted waters. We've never been through anything like that. We've not seen anything like that in, in the history of this sport or or any sport, you know, in this country to postpone a, a playoff game, to boycott a playoff game. Uh, and they had been out there earlier in the day to go through their, their pregame warm-up. But uh, then we found out uh, officially that they wouldn't didn't really get the official word until we were off the air. But we knew they were in the locker room. We knew they they were not going to be coming back out. Magic retreated. They went to their locker room and and then ultimately left the building with the Bucks still in their locker room. And then we kind of all got home and tried to wait for it to unfold. But it, it was strange to have it happen in the moment as we're all trying to to get ready for a basketball game. But I know we certainly stand with the Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA like the Magic do and. And certainly understand why they did that and try to call attention to it and, and hope that you can bring some some substantive change. Yeah, and, it, and Dante, it's something that, you know, it's it's been sort of one of the refrain all all year, whether we're talking about the pandemic or we're talking about um, civil unrest in our country and, and, and police brutality. Um, there's it, it, 2020 has had a way of reminding me how unimportant basketball is and how important basketball is all at once because we understand that yesterday you know basketball was not the primary focus for a lot of the guys we expected to go out and play basketball and that's of course why we we understood how that all went down and you know if the worst thing that happened to to you or I was you know talking in circles for 30 minutes and that's a (laughs) sacrifice I'll gladly make right um, but right. it was it was it was a, it was a day I'll never forget. Um, the timeline was the same. You're on the telecast. I was on the radio broadcast. I what happened with me was uh, we got the inactive list um, from from yes. George, our, our PR guy, and he George Glanty, 
And it said that George Hill was inactive. And so I tweeted that. And then all the daily fantasy guys were like, nobody else is reporting this. And all of a sudden, I've got notifications out the yin yang um, asking, where did you get this? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure George Hill is inactive. I got it, you know, straight from Disney. Um, But so I kind of had an inkling that, you know, maybe George Hill wasn't going to be playing because he was very vocal on Monday after the game um, about, you know, whether or not it made sense to be playing basketball right now. And so from there, I just sort of had a, a seed in my brain, like, well, this, you know, maybe something's happening. And, and we had been reading the reports that Boston and Toronto were considering boycotting their game, which would have been today. Right. Um, but, but all that said, we're doing the pregame show, and I'm not looking at the feeds from Disney and noticing that the Bucks aren't on the floor. I'm not sure why. When I think about it in hindsight, I probably should have picked up on that. Um, but, yeah, it was the same thing. It was right about 3.55. We got a call, and, you know, everybody at that point was – was doing the best they could to get whatever concrete information out that they had, but nothing was very concrete at that point. So um, it was certainly a bizarre hour or so of broadcasting. Um, but, you know, from 30,000 feet, you know, once again, the, the NBA and specifically the players within the NBA are at the forefront of making these big decisions. And you go back to March and, you know, it was – Rudy Gobert in Oklahoma City. It was we were the first ones as a league um, to cancel sports yeah, because right. of the pandemic, and now here we are again. Um, and it, it, I'm proud to to stand alongside those guys, and hopefully something changes. And as we know, like nothing's going to change by Saturday when the games resume. But I think it's proof positive how powerful these guys' voices are that they got the lieutenant uh, governor on the phone yesterday, and they they were able to come together with a list of actionable items that they want to be done. So um, it's, you know, they've, they've got powerful voices and, and we support them a hundred percent, no matter which way, um, you know, they decide to act. And um, I am glad that we're going to, that, that they are going to stick this thing out and try to finish it. Cause I think they've come too far. I think they put too much into it. Um, but I also would understand, you know, obviously if, if, if they felt like their primary focus wasn't on basketball right now, and if, um, if they didn't want to do it anymore. So um, it's it's really one of those things where whatever the players decide is going to be the right decision because they're going to end up making it um, w- w- with a well thought out process and and really with a democratic sort of voice. I mean that meeting yesterday had to have been quite the scene to see right. all the players in the NBA. Thirteen teams were the players in the NBA voicing um, I'm sure a lot of different opinions about about how best to move forward. You know, it's interesting. And then, we're, we're, you know, again, these are all from sources and, and reports. And sounds like Michael Jordan, owner of the Chicago, uh, Charlotte Hornets, might have weighed in. Of course, the, you know, yeah. the legend for the Chicago Bulls. He might have weighed in and asked the players, what do you want from us? You know, what, how can the owners help? What can we do to, to help, help bring about this change? And, and listen, I, I, if you've got a group of guys, Jake, that are hurting. You've got a country right. that's hurting. You've got a group of people that are hurting. And if you watch that video of Jacob Blake uh, and, and what happened in Kenosha, and, and that doesn't do something to you, then you have to question your own viewpoints on things. And I, and you've got now Milwaukee is 40 miles from Kenosha. Okay. So that hits especially home for them. And, and they're, they're dealing with that the closest and that's their community. That's their backyard. That's their friends. That's their family. And, and that hit extra hard. I, I, I think that team, showed up expecting to play the game in honor of of everything that had gone on and, and to and to try to bring, start the healing process. But I, I think it got too hard for George Hill at some point during the day. George Hill has – this has been difficult for him and many NBA players since this started to even come right. down here and do this. 
Uh, I think you're, you're asking these guys to now have been away from their family for 50 days uh, while maybe the, the biggest possible moment for change is happening in this nation. Yep. And, and I, I know that that's not lost on them. And then they'd love to experience that with their family. They'd love to lead their communities into this, you know, into this movement. Can't do that. They made the decision collectively to use their platform, and they've done a terrific job of that, uh, to, to try to bring change that way. And you, you see the social injustice messages, you know, that you see them on the jerseys, you see them uh, the commercials that have been made, and, and they're using that platform. Being in there for 50 days and then seeing what happened with Jacob Blake, you start to question if it's working. And, and I think that I think that hit home for all of them. And I think George Hill just said, you know, he couldn't do it. And I and I think that team had his back. You know, they probably went back and forth all day about whether they were going to do it or not. But they made the decision, and I and I think they did the right thing, Jake, because you know to have the boycott and. And then, to, you know, it's tough to formulate a plan. You're acting in the moment. No, nobody right. knows what to do from here. Nobody knows where to go or, or how this is going to play out. But, but they know it didn't feel right yesterday. So you cancel the games. You probably don't have any games tomorrow. You probably resume this thing on Saturday. And in the meantime, we now have a federal investigation, you know, into this into this shooting by Officer Shesky. And and who knows, maybe what come maybe that's what comes out of this. And and, you know, maybe there is some, you know, you, you, you start to get some accountability. And, and I think that's what's being asked really from the beginning of this process. So using their voice the best they can. There, there's no there's no blueprint for this. You know, they, they did. There's a movement that's happening in this nation, and, and it was a powerful stand that the Milwaukee Bucks took yesterday. You saw a lot of other teams in the NBA and other sports follow suit, uh, and, and people that are not sports fans are not avid sports fans. It got their attention. The, the country is talking about it, and we're having these difficult conversations because change needs to happen, and we hope that the conversations continue, and, and ultimately we, we hope it leads to, to better things in this country. Yeah. And, and, you know, reportedly, uh, there was a meeting this morning with, with the board of governors. So now you're talking about 30 of the most powerful men and women in, in the country. Um, you know, making sure they lend an ear to the concerns, um, of, uh, of the players. And I think you make a really good point, D, about, you know, the bubble on top of it, right? I mean, how many, there were so many powerful African American voices on television last night and on Twitter and, you know, anywhere you looked, whether it was Robert Ori or Kenny Smith or Chris Weber, there was just a lot. And, and Doc, the other night, there was just a lot of really moving, powerful stuff that right, as right. a white man, you know, I, I, I listen to and I try to understand, but I'll never be able to, to walk a mile in those shoes. I'll never fully understand right. what it means to grow up African-American in this country or to have, you know, an African-American son who you worry about or who you see when you watch Correct. a video right. like that. And so then you compound all of those emotions with the fact that you haven't seen your family in 50 days and that you're right. isolated down here. So I, I can just imagine the emotional turmoil um, that a lot of these guys must have been feeling yesterday. And, um, and and the thing that I love most about the NBA is that, you know, there was no question um, after after the Bucks made their decision. Magic players made their decision. We're with you 100%. The rest of the, yes. the league made Correct. their decision. We're with you 100%. I think there's a lot of power in that. And, and of course, everybody's going to have a different opinion um, about the best way to, to, to move forward. Um, but that sort of brotherhood and everybody getting on the same page and saying we're all um, – that's really powerful stuff. No, it certainly is. Much more to get to here on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. If you've got a comment uh, or want to weigh in or, or want to talk this thing through with us, we'd love to hear from you. 407-916-8255, or you can text us at 50857. We'll be back in a moment. More Magic Drive Time on 96.9 The Game. 
This is Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time with Dante Marchitelli. All right, we appreciate it, Nick Vucevic. Dante Marcatelli here with you, Jake Chapman. The co-host, our producer, is Chris Vasquez. And uh, the reports are, and the rumors are, is that the season will finish. They will resume the season probably on Saturday. We're not expecting any games tomorrow. We do get news from the Orlando Magic. It sounds like Aaron Gordon has indeed left the bubble. So Aaron Gordon no longer with the team. Uh, that that hamstring injury had been nagging him. He'd missed the first four games. He wasn't going to play game five, and it sounds like he's probably not close. Uh, so he leaves the bubble. Uh, obviously, we'll not see him again uh, whenever this season is able to resume for the Orlando Magic. But anyway, just discussing the events of yesterday, where we are uh, with the NBA moving forward. If you've got a comment, 407-916-8255 is the way to get in touch with us. And we turn things over to Constantine. Constantine, good to have you. Yes, thanks very much. Thanks for putting me on. Um, I'm sorry that the policemen alone have to take the rap. That's what it sort of looked like. But uh, there's prejudice all over in the workplace, in the marketplace, you know, if you're in a store or somewhere in the neighborhood. So I, I know I'm, I'm a foreigner, but I've been here ever since 1970. And if I bring up the topic, people shut me up by saying, go back to your country. But there's a lot of prejudice around. I'm sorry that the policemen alone are taking the rap. That's what it looks like. I'm thankful for your show because I'm calling you because it seems as though you got it. It is around. It will take a while. Prejudice in America is a way of life, and that is not going to change easily. But we have to do something about it or else it will get worse. Thank you, Constantine. It's well said, and, and I agree with you. And I think for for a lot of people, if you're white in this country, you, you grew up not, not seeing a lot of that and, and maybe not knowing a lot about that. But you, you, have, uh, you have a group of people in this country uh, that are hurting right now and are literally begging to listen. To, to, to them, to what is happening and, and what, what it means to be black in, in this country and what they have to deal with. And, and if, if the most you can, if the least you can do is do some research and educate yourself and, and find out what is being asked and, and can we just, can we work towards equality? Can, can we just look at people equally? I, why would that ever, ever be such a difficult concept or such a hard ask? Uh, I, I don't understand that. I'll never understand that. But I, I think we have an obligation, um, you know, to, to call for people to, to educate themselves. And, and that's what we've done. That's what we'll continue to do. I don't have any answers, none. But but I, you know, you can go out about your own day and in your own life and, and you can see what con- some of the things Constantine is talking about. And I think we owe it. We owe it to our fellow Americans and people in this country to to listen to what is being said and do everything in our power to enact change. And change is coming. Change is happening. And if you just look at it with any excuse and say, well, I'm not paying attention to that, then, well, that's the problem. You know, everybody needs to do their part to look into how they can help. What is being talked about? What is being asked? And how do we get there? And we all have that obligation, just as, just as human beings, to, to respect your, your your fellow man and woman. And hopefully that happens. Hopefully that comes. And uh, I don't I don't think that's a lot to ask. And I and I think they're using their platform, all athletes, to the best of their ability, uh, to to try to have these conversations happen and to try to bring about this change. 
Yeah, and Dante, let me just throw in, uh, Constantine, anybody who tells you to go back to your country, that's not a real American. And I don't want to share my country with anybody who says that uh, to somebody who has immigrated here. And, and quickly before we go, it's not lost on me that that was four years to the day yesterday from the from the first uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, yeah. protest, kneeling for the anthem. And, um, and and of course, no matter what, when when somebody takes a stance like that or like we saw yesterday, there's going to be a reaction. And the point is the reaction. The point is to get people's attention who don't pay enough attention to these things. Um, it, and if you, like you said, D, if you look at, if you look at the pain on the players' faces and, and in the words and what we saw, what we've seen over the last few days um, from coaches, from players, from ex-players, from broadcasters, um, from many, many voices in the African-American community, and you just look away, then I don't really understand, you know, how, how you cannot have any sort of drop of compassion um, for your fellow Americans in a time like this. Um, our fellow Americans are hurting, and it is our responsibility to first listen and then to work towards fixing those problems and fixing what's hurting them. And so I think it's, um, you know, in, in this day and age, everything is very politicized, and is you got to pick one side, and um, there doesn't seem to be very much nuance in any of these conversations anymore, and I understand that. Um, but I think... I, I think what we saw yesterday was an extension of what we saw four years ago because things aren't getting better. And until things begin working towards progress, um, then we're going to continue seeing different forms of protest. Yeah, we are. We are. And, and we don't know where we go from here. But uh, I just encourage everybody, do some soul searching. And, and even if you don't see the problem or don't think there is one, I urge you, I urge you, just do your research, look into it and, and look at just look at the historical events and facts and, and then make your own decision and, and find a way that, that you can have an impact in, in, in impact change. We certainly owe that uh, to our fellow Americans, our fellow man and woman in this country. There's no question about that. So, Constantine, we appreciate that. We appreciate everyone for tuning in, whether you agree with us or not or like us or not. Uh, you know, it's, that's what these conversations are about and, and many more to come. No doubt about that. But we do. Uh, we are expecting the NBA to resume probably early as Saturday, not expecting any games tomorrow, probably on Saturday uh, as they try to, the reports are, as they try to finish out this season. So we'll be back at it 6 o'clock tomorrow right here on 96.9 The Game. That'll do it for me, Jake Chapman, and our producer, Chris Vasquez. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow 6 o'clock right here, 96.9 The Game.